4: Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. James Seltzer, Elliot Shore Parks coming your way. Elliot, little more nervous about tomorrow's <laughs> game than I was last week's, and last week's didn't go too great. How you doing, pal?
2: I'm doing good. I thought that intro song hit especially hard today. Oh, definitely it definitely I mean, got me going. I mean, yeah. it
4: slaps, let's be real. Yeah. It's, it's a
2: banger. What I a mean, word what a word from you. Oh, come on. It uh, slaps, baby. Yeah, a little bit of a different feeling from last week. I would say uh, yeah, you could say that. I think, I think by different. the time we had uh, started the show, within the first five minutes, we used the word "excited" like eighteen times last week. <laughs> I don't think I've heard the word "excited" eighteen times on this uh, radio station all week. So <laughs> I think "angry" is the word that has been yeah.
4: around a lot more. But I think they're
2: all fair emotions, right? I mean, we haven't been on there since last week. Well, you're—I guess you're on every day, actually. But <laughs> so never mind. I have not been in the studio since last week, and. Look, last week was disgusting, right? I think that's the best word. You're certainly not going to use exciting for it. And I think heading into tomorrow, the frustrating thing about the game tomorrow to me is I don't think the Rams are a considerably better team than the Eagles. They're not. I think if you looked at their roster, just, you know, 1-53, to it's relatively even, right? I think there's certain areas the Rams are better, certain areas the Eagles are better, but overall relatively even. I just don't believe in the Eagles, which is why going into tomorrow, I can't, I, I can't pick anything but them to lose. Like, I can't. Like, all week I've tried to say to myself, well, you know what, maybe this. Or, you know, they have this match of advantage. I think we're looking at a bad team. And that's not something that's exciting, right, to go back to that word. But I think that's what we're looking at. So it's sunny outside. It's a beautiful day here in Philly. It feels like football. But it just feels like a loss tomorrow to me. Where are you at? Elliot, Elliot, Elliot,
4: Elliot, Elliot. First and foremost, look, I can understand after the week run performance, after the tumult heading into the season, I can understand not believing in this team. But this is a stone cold Eagles victory. Wow. tomorrow, This is the kind of game that they win. This is almost i – I don't even care who the teams are. This is an NFL win tomorrow. This is a spot where one team – needs the game so much more. The other team is flying across the country for a one o'clock start against an Eagles team that just came off a disastrous week one performance, has had to hear about it all week. There is so much motivation from this team tomorrow. The Eagles are winning this game tomorrow. They're going to beat the Rams.
2: But what have you seen? And this is what it comes down to for me in picking the uh, who's going to win. And I'm picking the Rams. I'll get it out the way now, early on. 27-20 Rams is my prediction. Okay. What have you seen from this Eagles team, either like in the you know training camp in week one, that makes you think they're going to fight? Like when I look at the the Eagles and just from being down there, getting the vibe of the team, this is not the team that they've been the last three years. I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt that I gave the 2017, 2018, and 2019 Eagles. Honestly, even the 2016 Eagles, when they went, I think they finished 7-9 and nine that year. Uh, and they had a bit of a losing streak there, but I thought that team played hard every week. Like that's when Doug started to set the tone of when things start to go poorly he rebounds. And you're right. You've seen that. When they lost to the Saints a few years ago, they got blown out 48 by... 48-7. They won right. the next game. They lost to the Panthers. Yep. That 17-point loss in the fourth
4: quarter, giving up 17 o lead in the fourth quarter. They came back, won the next week. Every time Doug's Eagles have been in this spot, coming off an awful loss that they weren't supposed to lose or they
2: blew a game or whatever, they've bounced back every single time. But are these Doug's Eagles? That That's what I'm not sure of. Like When I look at the roster, I say to myself... Doug's Eagles over the last few years, Malcolm Jenkins, right? Jason Peters, like those guys. Malcolm's not here anymore. We've talked about Jason Peters at length. Like, where is he at, right? Does he really care about this team winning? Does Zach Ertz really care about this team winning? Or is he so upset at what's going on that you're maybe not going to get like 120% Zach Ertz tomorrow? You know, like is Carson going to be able to rebound? Has Carson proved he can he can win these type of bounce back games? Right? I mean, yeah, I mean he
4: has won games like that. I mean, you here, know, the Carolina game came back and won the next week. I mean, going into Green Bay last year, everyone yeah, that like, was this a big Season's one. over, they go in and they beat the 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 Packers in Lambo. They play a great game on the road. Like I don't know, like I've seen Carson bounce back
2: in these spots. So before. since 2018, in the games where Carson's passer rating has been below 80, that Following week, the Eagles are one and three. So yeah, small look, sample size. First of all, phenomenal look on your face of disgust. I will say that. <laughs> like in terms of like being like, I can't care about a stat less. That was it's, absolutely it's perfect. pretty low. On Even my through list. the glass, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think that speaks to something. Like Carson's a quarterback that has been streaky in his career. When he's really good, he can get hot. Those last four weeks of the season, 2017. But if you look at him outside of those streaks. It's like win, loss, loss, win, win, loss, win. Like he's not somebody that uh, – he's inconsistent week to week. So my concern with tomorrow is I don't think the Eagles have an advantage at quarterback, which well, I thought I they did in week Obviously, one. I do. I, I don't. Since 2018, Carson and Goff have been ex- basically the same quarterback. Oh, except Goff has a way better record. But like, So I think that's basically a wash. But I think for me tomorrow – is going to show so much about who these Eagles are. I agree with that. If we're here, we're recording our post-game pod, Go Birds, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. When we record our post-game pod, we will know how this 2020 season is going to go. I, I actually do agree with that. I mean, look, Ray Dinger on the Midday
4: Show earlier this week said, this is ridiculous to say, but it's a must-win game for the Eagles. He And he knew it in the moment. He's like, I know this sounds ridiculous. I never say these types of things. But you look at the schedule. You look at what's coming up after this and just start the season like this. Yeah. This form of 0-2. I don't think they recover from it. In Ray's mind, this is a must-win game and and I do agree with you in the point that if they don't fight tomorrow, if they don't act like they are the own one team coming off the disastrous performance, facing a team that doesn't need the game as much definitively, then yeah, then I'm then I'm concerned about their chances to do anything this season. I think it totally changes the per like the, the perception of this team for the season. But that doesn't mean that after one week, one game in Washington, after no training camp, after a weird offseason, after an offensive line that was missing its best player potentially, you know, other than maybe Jason Kelsey, like, then I'm just going to bail. I'm going to be like, no, you know what? They stink. It's over.
2: The season's done. Yeah, look, I'm not I, there yet. I don't want to bail, right? Well, obviously, Co- covering this, not. covering the Eagles is so much more exciting when they're winning, right? Like, I, I don't want this team to be two and seven. Like, I want people to call in and convince me why they're going to win. I don't want to go into tomorrow thinking they're going to lose. Please!
4: two one five five nine to 94-94. Convince Elliott why they're going to win.
2: But I can only go off what I've seen. And maybe I'm a little more pessimistic because I, I had the chance to see this team every day in practice. Mm-hmm. But like the Deshaun thing, he's resting on Wednesday. He was resting the majority of training camp. He's playing 50 percent of the snaps. How can I view Deshaun as a difference maker? Like Lane Johnson said that last week his ankle was so bad he couldn't play because the bus ride to Washington caused it to swell. Like, so you're going to tell me this guy is healthy enough to play an NFL football game tomorrow? Like, there's just so much going on. Look, I have Miles Sanders on two of my fantasy teams. I want this guy to go out tomorrow and score four touchdowns. Hasn't played against game since January. This hamstring injury has now bothered him, you know, for over a month. He said he could have played last week. I'm skeptical with that. Like, so do I think he's going to come out and be an impact player? I just think in years past, we've seen the Eagles overcome these things. And the They, Rams, rally. they and, rally under Doug. Honestly, especially against the Rams. If you look at 2017, Nick Foles coming in, winning that game for them, where Carson also played well, but yep. Foles coming in kind of got them going.
4: 2018, 2018 season
2: on the line. If they lose that game, their season's over. Yep. The Rams have been the Eagles' medicine when they've needed it. It's like a bounce-back game for them. But I don't know if these Eagles are that team. I just don't get that feeling about them, and I think they have guys that will fight. Like Jalen Mills, to me, is a guy that I know is going to bring – 150% tomorrow. Jalen Mills cares. I know that about Jalen Mills. I don't know if I can say that about every player on the roster, and that's a recipe for disaster heading into a game that you have to win. You say the Eagles need it more, I guess, but Well, they definitely do. I mean they they do, but like the Rams also need the game. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's week early two. enough
4: in this season. I know that. But but my point being not just that the Eagles are 0-1, it's 0-1 coming off a disastrous loss the city is on fire with that loss and all that type of stuff and everyone is furious everyone in that locker room is angry i i just think that this team and and you heard Dick Vermeer, are they though well they should be look Dick i agree talks they should about be. it with with angelo and the idea of pride it's that group down there has pride We're going to find out tomorrow if they do. Look, over the last few years, they have. And a lot of those guys are there. Now, I know they lost some important pieces, but, like, to say that, look, and I know the Zach Ertz situation is weird, but I'm not going to assume that Zach Ertz isn't going to come out tomorrow and give it 100%. Well,
2: and I think he will, to be fair. I'm not going to question his effort, and I'm not so much questioning the the effort of these guys. And maybe I'm overreacting, right? Maybe this is just me being way too into a week one loss. Who knows? But sometimes I think about this team, and this feels like the beginning stages of the end. It, and when you see those things start to happen, like, it's hard to pick them to rebound, you know? And I that,
4: get it. Look, and I understand. They're, they're especially heading into the season. All the Doug, the, the McLean article, all There stuff, there are cause for concern. There are things mm-hmm. we can look at and say, all right, you know, that's alarming. That's alarming. You add them all up together, it gets more and more alarming. So I yeah. do understand that, but... I also don't want to, like you just said, completely overreact too much to one week when we have seen so many times in the NFL teams have a bet. I mean, the Saints, DeCameron brought this up on the midday show this week, but the Saints a couple years ago lost what was it, like forty-eight to twenty to the, to Jameis Winston week one, yep. and then they went thirteen and three. You know, like, and I'm not saying the Eagles are going thirteen and three. <laughs> But I, I, we have seen teams come out and have a bad week one and rebound. I mean, it happens well, every
2: year. But that's why, and look, going down the road of disagreeing with Ray Dinger is a dangerous road to go down. <laughs> so I will say that off the jump. I am not one to stand behind this mic and question Ray Dinger, right? But the way, the only way I disagree with Ray on it being a must win is I think there's a world where they could lose this game, but you still come out encouraged. If they lose it, you know, like – 38 35. And like the offense is clicking. Carson looks great. The offensive line is fixed. I can talk myself into a team like that going on a run. But you have to see fight and production from them tomorrow. Not so much a win, but fight and production.
4: 215 592 94 94. Will the Eagles win tomorrow? I think they will. Elliott doesn't. Let's try and convince him that they will. Or come at me and tell me why they won't. 215 592 94 94. It's what we do to start it off on our show, and it's what we'll do today. The one, the only, Tom in Abington. Oh, man. Yo, James. How we doing today? Good. There there was a rumor you weren't going to be able to call in today, and, and you made it happen.
2: I did. I did. Elliot. The best three silences... Three seconds of silence <laughs> and radio right there.
4: <laughs> I gotta say, when no, James I, said you
2: weren't calling in, I was disappointed. You
4: did. Ellie, I told him that you had you had uh, let me know that you might not be able to call in today and, and it yeah. like the, the, the sadness on Elliot's face was yeah, noticed. I have an expressive face. I am
0: so. I'm sitting in my truck all
2: pinked up right now. <laughs> my man. So what do you think for tomorrow? I need the prediction. Well,
0: first off, uh, Dougie got a little snippy with you this week, huh? A he, little, did. Little <laughs> he did. Answer? He hit
2: me with the one word answer. And look, I, he, Doug, Doug was in a mood this week, yeah. I will say. His, he was an emotional roller coaster, uh, I think, like most people uh, in this city. But yeah, I, I thought it was a fair question asking if. Car- I thought so too. Yeah, but yeah, Doug, uh, Doug wasn't happy. I, for those that didn't hear it, I asked uh, Doug whether or not Carson's uh, lower body injury in training camp impacted how much he rolled out of the pocket. And Doug hit me with the, the Heisman no, a lot of silence, kind of like you give me every week. <laughs> <I like that. laughs> and we moved <laughs> yeah. on. Something about me makes people get silent. I don't know.
0: Oh man! All right. So I, I told you guys last week who I had my eyes on, right? Remember, Dougie P. You mm-hmm. did. Okay, so he almost got my elite franchise quarterback Elliot oh, killed last
2: week. Well, I thought the elite franchise quarterback was inactive last week, wasn't he? I thought Jalen Hurts. Oh, was stop a, it! No, I'm just <laughs> stop <laughs> it! Don't even go there. I actually, so I disagree I with you. That one up for him, Jeff? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I disagree with you on Doug having a bad week. I oh, I, I thought he had a horrible week. I, I don't think Doug was like phenomenal, but I thought the issue last week was execution more than play call. I mean, Doug is who Hell he is. Yeah. He call he calls Hell a good yeah. game. He's risk and he takes big chances on fourth down. Like that's who he well, was Carson, last week. Too. Carson got hit on close to fifty percent of his dropbacks, and he never
4: moved him out of the pocket. And he had some, he
0: never he never and changed then changed the, thing the, the follow about up. It. Brandon I mean,
4: Lee gotten had a great follow up to yeah. your question to follow when he said no, and Doug gives us some nonsense answer about not being able to roll him out on first down and all this craziness like yeah
2: but what are we doing here let me ask you this tom like i think the most overrated thing being discussed this week is needing to get carson out of the pocket like yes he does have to do it but the solution to this team turning around is not carson being outside the pocket on 80 percent of the plays like the players have to execute better they have to block better no
0: no but elliot if you don't do it if you do it zero percent of the time you know what you're gonna
2: get you're gonna get a hurt quarterback yep you are, but, I mean, he rolled Carson out on the first drive of the game, for what it's worth. One time. Okay. Oh, what man. do you want him to do it, 80% of the time? I like... know, but, like,
4: I don't know, 10 times? Maybe, like, something? I mean, something. 10% something of the time, give nothing. me something. To me,
2: this conversation so... reminds me so much of the run-the-ball conversation. Like, yeah. Well, I... And guess what? We were right about that, too. Like, know, what man. are you talking yep. about? Like, the Kansas City game. The
4: whole team says run the ball. They come out the next week. They run the ball. They march to the Super Bowl. Like, wow, look, and how I'm, about it?
2: I'm always happy Tom's the first caller. Tommy, but I'm a, thanks for the call, brother. Oh, man. Oh, we didn't, didn't care, get guys. a prediction. What's your prediction? Oh, well, listen. I need it quick, Tommy. Eagles up against get, it. All right. They're getting guys
0: back. It's going to be close, but they're going to lose. They're going to lose like 26, 24 uh, in a low oh, scoring three. We end uh, on an agreement.
2: There we go. buddy. We'll, we'll get into it after the break because I have some thoughts on that.
4: 215, 94, 94. We'll get into that. Plus, the Eagles. Eagles attached to a potential uh, name, you know. What name is it? What's going on with that? We'll get to that next as well. I'll tell you, tour parks is James Seltzer. It's Go Birds Radio. And don't forget, my casino and sports book app of choice, Parks Casino you know, Sportsbook app. Gives you the home field advantage. They're based right here in the Delaware Valley. The home opener in Philly hosting Los Angeles. The over-under is 45.5 points. There's so many different ways to bet on all the games this weekend. You can bet on player performances. What will the score be at halftime? How many passing yards will your QB throw? How many rushing yards will someone go for? A number of touchdowns and so much more. Bet online with a name you trust parks casino and sportsbook the number one casino in pennsylvania here's the deal park sportsbook app has easy to deposit methods fast payouts great odds and outstanding customer service here is a deal for you for new customers only sign up now and get a free 50 dollars sportsbook bet for a limited time a free 50 dollars bet for all new customers no deposit is even required just download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use my promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. This is a limited time offer now through this upcoming Monday at 11.59 p.m. New customers only. Park Sportsbook bet with the best. And, of course, you can hear Eagles, Rams right here, 1 o'clock tomorrow. Mike Merrill howard eskin on the call to watch the Eagles. Sounds
2: awesome, by the way. It is awesome. Even with, it, like, you know, it, things are different.
4: It, so, like, on TV, it can be like, and this Go Birds Radio presented by Park Sportsbook and Casino, Elliottro Parks, James Seltzer. Um, on TV, it can sometimes be weird. We talked about this a little bit yeah. last week with the few amount of fans in the stands or when they pan out, it's like, oh, empty stadium or whatever. It's a little weird, whatever, on the radio. It sounds exactly the same. Yeah. It is. It is so unbelievable
2: how good that broadcast sounds. It does suck that tomorrow there's no fans in the stands. I though.
4: know, like I the know. feeling of
2: getting up, going into the stadium. Like I, I would, you're
4: gonna be there. You're gonna, you're gonna be one of the few people in Philadelphia in that stadium.
2: I would be happy to sit in traffic tomorrow for there to be that feeling at the stadium of, <laughs> the of like the buzz, the excitement.
4: Yeah. It's gonna be a. a, a I think that's a really interesting point too because we think about it in the stadium, you know, the the no fans in the crowd, but it's going to be a really unique thing to to drive up there and not have the excitement yeah. around and not feel that energy. It's going to be it's going to be unique. Man. I think it
2: impacts things too, right? I mean, yeah. the Eagles have been one of the best home teams in the league no over question. the last few
4: years. No question.
2: No question. Now I mean we'll see, right? Like I think that being at home still matters as you mentioned going west coast to east coast a true cross country trip one might say. <laughs> but uh listen
4: to the podcast to get that right. Yeah. But <laughs> <Echo Birds laughs> um, I do think it Spotify I do think it
2: still Spotify. matters that you get that uh, the Eagles have them at home.
4: 215 592 coming up in a couple minutes. Uh there was a name that I think pretty much everyone knows, a big name attached to the Eagles yesterday. What is it? Who is it? And what are the chances of that happening? We'll ask Elliot in just a sec, but first, let's go to New Mexico and talk to our good buddy, the best pipes in the business. What's up, David?
5: What's going on, gentlemen? How are we?
4: Man, if, what I, up? if I had your voice, David, if I had your voice. <laughs> What's on your mind, my friend?
5: Two things. Uh, Elliot, I got a couple movies for you, sir. Oh, perfect. All right. One of them is called Sleepers.
2: Ooh, and
5: never heard it's of it. A, of course you it's have. It's a great film. It's an all-star cast. Robert De Niro and uh, Brad Pitt and Mimi Driver. Okay. It's a little deep, but it's,
4: it it's, is. It's it's a, it's, a, it's not a uh, a happy you know movie, so to speak. But it's will see it, how the game goes it, tomorrow.
5: It's but it's a it's a it's it's one of those movies that when you see it, you won't forget it. The awesome. other one is the other one is called A Time to Kill. Ah, I Haven't heard uh, of that uh, one. yet. Well, Samuel
4: there. Jackson, yeah. Matthew Sam
5: McConaughey, Jackson, sure. Matthew McConaughey, and the reason you you need to watch it is Ashley Judd. Okay, that, okay. that was my reason, and it was great. That's a good reason. Great. So if you come away with the same take you had about a few good men. It's going to be hard for me to trust anything that you say after you watch <laughs>
2: All right. All right. Well, look, I will watch. I will try to watch one of them this week and report back.
5: All right. Okay. Well, as far as the game goes tomorrow, first of all, Doug owns McVeigh. All right. He does. Doug owns McVeigh, And Carson Wentz is going to be so chomping at the bit to go out there and prove everybody wrong. I think he's going to be a little too overhyped. He'd he'd have to have one of those talks where you have to calm him down and get him on a level playing field so he can go out there and actually execute. But I think the Eagles are going to win this game because they need it. They were embarrassed. They're pissed off. And I think that they're just going to have to just mellow out and play their game. The good thing about – playing against Aaron Donald is that that's basically the only guy you have to watch mm-hmm. against Washington. They had to watch everybody. Yeah. And, and, and so now they can focus on the one guy that they know they need to stop. The only thing that bugs me or actually really scares me about the defense is uh, they're, they're tied in the Rams tight end Higby.
4: Hmm.
2: Yeah, they they looked he's good a on good Sunday player. night. Tyler is a, a good player. He's
5: a good player. Yeah. He's a good player, and he's going to give those linebackers fit if he gets loose. Well, I think you could so, you could maybe see Jalen Mills. great call, man. Yeah, Thanks great for call. You
2: it. can maybe see Jalen Mills matched up on him a little. One thing he said about Carson being overamped for this game—we've seen that before. Well, that's it's a very terrible news when you consider he's already having trouble holding on to the ball. Like yeah. the last thing you want is him feeling a need and a pressure to extend plays, and I think there's a pressure on Carson that has never been there in his career. Like, look, I, actually, this is a perfect question for you, James, uh, and the callers that listen listen all week. Like, I've heard a turn on Carson this week that I've never heard before in the city, or at 100%. least a start of it.
4: 100%. Yeah, it's not a full turn, but I would say, and look, even from, like, John Ritchie and, like, other hosts mm-hmm. and stuff that, that maybe had, had not been as critical of Carson, really calling him to the carpet this week more so, and not not being out on him, not, not believing him anymore, but...
2: But this is the first time I've heard that level of criticism of Carson. And I think if he struggles again tomorrow, that is going to be an official it'll, turning it'll point. Be amb- it'll amplify. Yeah, it. for it's sure. Question. It, can you imagine if he struggles tomorrow and then they dress Jalen Hurts the following nope, week? Nope, nope, You nope. can't imagine it. I'm
4: go- you know why I'm not, I can't imagine it? Because he's not going to struggle tomorrow. He's going to be awesome. And, and and it won't be a worry, Elliot. How about okay. that? All right, How about we'll that? see. All right, we'll get back to the phones in just a sec. I was scrolling through my Twitter yesterday and I saw a Field Gates tweet pop up. And I was like, sure, okay, Elliot, what name of the Eagles? uh, In for a workout, I believe.
2: So next week they're bringing him in. Uh, Obviously in in a COVID world things are a little different, but Devontae Freeman running back from the Atlanta Falcons, a player that people have wanted this team to sign for maybe two months. Look, I think that for me the Devontae Freeman signing is like a sure why not. I don't think – it makes it makes them better because I think he's better than like their third and fourth running back. No question, but is it really what this team needs right now? Uh, my first thought was was uh, why, like yeah. what 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 is the the point of this here? I think part of the reasoning would be if they sign him, and I, I think it's important to note they brought Cordy Glennon and did not sign him. It's a great point. So, but if they were to sign Devontae Freeman, it would be I think because of pass protection. You saw Boston Scott and uh, Corey Clement. Like struggle in pass protection last week. They were part of the reason. I mean, Doug this week was asked, you know, is the young offensive got a line, little snippy about it. Got, got really snippy yeah. with a lot of people this week, not just me. I think me and uh Bo Wolf from the Athletic got it got it the worst. But part of the re- Doug said that the offensive line is not only to blame. He brought up the quarterback and the running backs, and I think that would be part of Freeman. I mean, he's a veteran. He's a better pass blocker. Look, if he signs for a million dollars, two million dollars, sure, why not? Miles Sanders has had injury concerns. But if they sign him, I'm not going to sit here and say this, this team is now considerably better. It doesn't <laughs> no. change my outlook. No.
4: And I, look, for me, it's it's one of those. 100% dependent upon how much he costs type of thing. Yep. If he's willing to sign for, you know, a million or less or whatever, sure.
2: Why not? But it does cost a roster spot, and, too. It does, like They but, already have four. And,
4: again, the money part matters when we've talked about next year and carrying money over and how many issues they have. Like, they could afford to sign him this year, but then it
2: presents another issue for next year or so. If they sign Freeman, do you think they cut Corey Clement?
4: Um, No, I think they'd keep four backs. Well,
2: they already have four. I mean, they have Miles Yeah, Boston, Miles Scott,
4: Scott, Corey, and, and then a the new they, guy. I think they cut the new guy, huh? Oh, you they, think so? Yeah. Well, they just claimed him. That's I actually
2: true. think it might be Corey. Uh, and
4: right. I don't
2: know if that's the right call, honestly, but I think that well, I think Corey that's did who not would look be. great. With getting an
4: opportunity week one, it wasn't great, too. Maybe two, they'll, two, they'll
2: f- sign another offensive guard. Shh,
4: please get as many offensive linemen in here as we can handle. 215, 94, 94. Someone who I'm guessing does not expect Wentz to bounce back this week. Jay in West Philly. Hey, Jay. What's
6: going on? You know
4: yeah, Jay. I know you're yeah. not you're not Wentz's yeah. biggest fan. Oh no, no, I'm not
6: a big fan
4: of Carson Jay. No. Jay, you want a speakerphone or something? Can you get off the speaker? It's hard to hear you. Yeah, I haven't
7: seen a big game he won yet.
4: Wow, I mean, he has won some big games. I mean, what, what big games has he won? I mean, he won the Green Bay game last year. Won the Buffalo game yeah. last year. That was all
6: the running backs. Oh
2: the come, running backs. On. <laughs> come on, come on. I can't... might just sit this call out. It sounds like Jay yeah. has it yeah. on a. <laughs> they was both
7: the running backs. I mean, I remember Miles Sanders' 80-yard run.
4: Right up the gut. They ran the ball well they, that they, game. You know what? You know what running the ball well does? It helps your quarterback it. out. Whoa. Who could have thought of that? Who? What? Who could have helped this quarterback out? Running he's the 100, football 100, helps the quarterback out, the Jay. Elite,
7: elite. You know what? He, he's elite in one thing. He's the only quarterback that's $130 million
8: with no playoff. Season. Not even a playoff.
7: He's well, also the only
2: hundred thirty million dollar quarterback that gets excuses made.
4: For him he's also week. got it. He's also played a major role in its team winning a Super Bowl. Like, Wait, what are we talking about? This whole he doesn't have any playoff victories, and yeah, he he's so stupid. What does it matter? They don't get there without him, Jay. Like, they do not win Man, the Super Bowl without Carson Wentz. Period. Mean, end of story.
7: He could have lost. He could have got a concussion in the first game.
4: I'm, I'm not there. saying they. I'm not saying they wouldn't. Have, they would have won with him or whatever. I think they would have personally. I do, I do too. I do. How but how I my. My point is, without what he did those first 13 games or 12 games, they're not winning the Super Bowl, Jaylen
2: Jay. <laughs> what was that?
7: How ironic is it the quarterback they drafted is named Jalen
8: Hurts.
2: Yeah, there's so many things Little to Jalen Hurts thing Jay. that uh that don't. Little ironic, Jay. always uh, hurts. Jay. always hurts. Well, so, Jay, let me ask you. I think I know the answer, but uh, what's your confidence level in Wentz going into tomorrow? Minimal. Minimal. So you Minimum. picking him to win? No,
7: not as long as he's a quarterback. Uh, he Jack. He, how you overthrow the Sean Jackson and Jalen
4: Everyone overthrows that happens. I mean, come yeah. on. No, and those are, the those second are one throws was on Rager. The second one was as much on oh, Rager. No, okay. Rager, Rager even said it. Was Doug, on Rager.
2: Doug said this week that was on Carson. All right. Jay. Yeah, hey, he underthrew the ball. Don't forget about his fumble. Jay, it's always a pleasure, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> enough of that look those are throws carson estimates whatever to be side better. of the ltb uh, uh, debate look, you're on
4: again he needs to be better i don't think anyone's saying he doesn't need to be better but again like there's also like people act and i and i know you've been less this way this week but people act like the whole loss was on carson it wasn't like doug plays a big role in that loss the offensive line plays a big role in that loss carson absolutely plays a big role in that loss but to act like it's all carson's fault is crazy that's no silly. but it's a lot of it see we disagree i think he's a big part of it, I would even say, like I said, the biggest part, but not that much bigger than Doug, not that much bigger than the o line. I think that
2: much bigger than Doug, not much bigger than the o line
4: two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four Ja'Core, will you set Elliot straight for me, please? Oh yeah, I will,
2: man Elliot, what are you
4: talking about, man first I'm of all, man Clark what,
2: what happened to your clippers? Before you come on here.
4: Um, oh, wow. Um, yeah, uh, oh, I mean, that yeah.
2: was a low blow, Ja'Cory. Come
4: he on. just went right uh, after yeah. your basketball squad. Not cool. Nah,
2: I'm just playing. <laughs> I don't... I
4: don't
2: Let's hear know, What, what do you think I'm wrong cool. about with Carson?
9: I feel like you have to give more of a chance. Like, look, okay. The offensive line is bad. I feel like you put up any quarterback. What happened last week behind the offensive line. He was going to get messed up. Um, I feel like... Um, Carson has to deal with a lot, you know. With, you know, receivers, new receivers. You know, he doesn't have the best receivers out there, but I feel like they're capable. And I feel like Carson can, um, as the leader of this team, he can galvanize the locker room and galvanize guys to get to a win like this week. Yeah, I feel like he's
2: look, this, look. Here's what but, I would say about wait to your point. I agree that the things you said are true, but like. This is year five for Carson. What is it going to be, year eight? And we're still talking about, you know, these excuses. Like, and I don't want this to turn into a Bass Carson So because I don't think he was, you know, 80% of the reason they lost last week. But he has to be better. He does. Like, I don't think that should be a controversial thing to say. And to say that, like, the, he, should, he should have been able to win that game last week. He got a 17 right. nothing lead with the same offensive line and the same receivers that people are now saying is the reason they lost. The difference was well, like, Carson started playing poorly.
9: What well, he's doing with Carson, I think he's got to know when to hold him and when to fold him. You know, when like if it's nobody's the downfield, you just got to throw it away or just take the sack. Don't try to fight out of the sack. You know, whatever. But
2: but but, to, but like, to me, um, but sorry, really quick, but to me, like that is exactly like saying Michael Vick needs to learn to slide. Like we can say it all we want, but this is not, not like, something that's going to happen. It's exactly like it. Carson is who he is. It's been his issue since he came into the NFL. He's now played. I don't know, like See, over you 70 games. He's never going to figure it out. He's no, I do not believe Carson well, I d- is going I to disagree.
4: figure it out. I disagree. Ja'Cory, great call, man. Thanks as always. I, I disagree. And again, I'm not. I, I think that we are way too overreacting to one week off of a weird training camp where he's got new receivers he's never worked with, uh offensive line in front of him who's never played in front of him, Jack Driscoll starting his first game ever, Nate Herbig starting his first game ever. I mean, we're acting like. Like this was a, a a solid set unit to go, and I think there are a lot of extenuating but circumstances. The reason I don't think I he... agree he needs to play better. I, I said that at the top, but I, I think that you also have to give some credit to the other
2: stuff too. But I would do that if what the issues we saw from him aren't the issues you see all the time. Like the accuracy from the pocket is there, the fumbles are there. These were not new issues. I don't blame the people around him for seeing issues you see from him all the time. Two one five five nine two ninety
4: four ninety four. Do the Eagles win tomorrow? I say yes, Elliot says no, what say you, 215-592-9494. It's Elliot Short Parks, it's James Seltzer, it's Go Birds Radio. Don't go anywhere. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Spark Parks Sportsbook and Casino. James Seltzer, Elliot Short Parks coming your way. Will the Eagles win tomorrow? I say they do. Elliot says they don't. Let's go back to the phones and go talk to our good buddy in South Philly. Hey, Darren.
9: What's up? Brother, what's up, Mr. (laughs) Sure-Not?
2: Every week, man. I love it, though. What up, man?
9: Oh, look. I don't understand. You sit there and say we make excuses. Well, this is Philadelphia. We don't make excuses. We're smart Philadelphia fans. And if we notice that there's a problem, we call it out. And you can't sit there and say he had an offensive line that protected him, and they were great. No, they weren't even better than last year's offensive line, honestly. Honestly.
2: So, yeah, the I mean, the offensive line he, was an issue for sure, but he had clean pockets at times and missed throws. He did. At like,
9: times, okay, no one – Tom Brady misses throws. Like, Elliot, why are you – Yeah, so but he's cool? one of the
2: like, least – like, he's one of the least accurate quarterbacks in the league from the pocket there, and he just is. He absolutely is. And you say it's making excuses. If you want to go, like, week by week, maybe, but I think even you would have to agree that overall in this city, over the last four years, when this team loses, Carson very rarely catches – the majority of the heat and i don't and i think that is a trend of making excuses for when he plays poorly let me state
9: this, though right Elliot, and be honest and honest and i know it's going to be hard cuz you're a, you're well, a i leader. always
2: keep it honest so let's no go, go no ahead. no
9: you really don't because <laughs> the, the last 4 seasons right tell me this last year when he was playing bad or so you say plat did he have his starting starting receivers did he have any help last year yes or no
2: Yes, he had help last year. He had one of the best offensive lines in the league. That matters. He had one of the best offensive head coaches in the league. Like, if you're going to okay, tell me not having an O-line last he week matters. To, they, he played – let me ask you this, Darren. Did he not play his best stretch of football the last four games of the season? Yes. Okay, so why does it matter who the receivers are? He played well. Because
9: it matters. Again, at the end of the day, I'm you, – you, you, the idiot from Westchester was on the phone a couple minutes ago when I bashed this man over week one. Let's wait till week two and three. Actually, not even week two. I'll tell you this, Elliot. Me and you, we'll talk like we always do. And my brother, you know I'm a man. Dude, I word. love
2: it. I love it, man. Go ahead.
9: I will call you next week. If, if Carson Wentz has a horrible game this week, which I don't think is possible, me and you, we can sit down, we can bash him on Twitter, on the <laughs> airways, however you like it. But if not, if he plays well like he's supposed to, like he can, like he's done the last time uh, and was, it? the year we won the Super Bowl, I need you to come on the air and give my man
2: some credit. I give again. Carson credit when he Did plays well. Call, the man. fact Thank that you. it's even called bashing Carson after he – look, football outsiders, and I don't know if I agree with this completely, but football outsiders – last, sh- yeah. ha- Said it was the worst game from a quarterback they've seen in 20 years. Like, I, I that's that, aggressive. I'm just saying I mean, that they, seems, from their scoring system. That's,
4: well, their scoring system seems a little flawed if that's the case.
2: Maybe. But my point is we have to get to a point with Carson where when he's really bad – and we come on the airways, the callers call in, it's not bashing him. It's not personal. It's calling out what it is. They
4: were this week. I think for the most part, the vast majority of people are very real with with the Carson performance. I just think that one performance doesn't indict him for the future, is my point. And I know you're saying a lot of the same issues and all that. I I just think it's the first game of the year after no training camp, after all these issues going on. I, I just am willing to give him more time. Let's go to Tampa and talk to our great friend, Angel. Hey, buddy. What's up, Jimmy? How you been, man? Good, yourself? I'm great, Angel. I'm great. What's on your mind today?
0: I'm going to start with a little shameless plug here because what's the old saying, when in Rome, do like the Romans do? Mm -hmm. Yes. So when in Tampa, if you can't listen to Goldbergs live, by all means, catch them in the Goldbergs podcast. Just wanted to see that. Throw it out there. Uh,
4: Too kind. Too kind. Appreciate it.
0: I, tried. I also was going to talk to ESP, but the only reason why I'm not going to talk to Elliot for the moment is because he's going to the game tomorrow, so I'm a little jealous. So <laughs> well said.
2: Uh, it's bittersweet, though, man. I wish that the fans were going to be there.
0: Yeah, that would be nice. But uh, listen, a couple of things that you have. One, Carson Wentz is starting to remind me of Donovan McNabb with the excuses I need to get better. The passes that he threw last week, I understand it's game one. I'm listening to Jimmy and, of course, Elliot, both of you guys making the, the fair assessment of Carson, but it's getting a little on the old side when it comes to Carson because I, do I feel the win this week against the Rams? Partially. I'm not a hundred percent set that they're going to actually win this game this week. If you look at what he did last week, I also don't like either that Jonathan Hightower, who's supposed to have a higher praise mm-hmm. than Jalen Rager. Basically is missing wide open passes. He did not he have a good him. game. Yeah, no. And, and it looks like he actually was, he was, he had the fear of coming across the mirror like Deshaun did years ago, of getting nailed. I mean, you got to get hit first in the NFL like anything else. You play literally baseball, you get whacked by the ball, you get up and do it all over again. So I I don't understand how Jonathan Hightower missed it. We have, what, Driscoll went out. I think we're getting Lane Johnson back. So, I mean, this is kind of like an all-over conversation. Carson Wentz is not convincing me so far this week, and I know he complained about the O-line, but he's starting to sound and look a lot like Donovan. I don't know. I leave it up to you guys, but to me, that's well, what I, at least I'm feeling this week. I'm Angel,
2: happy. Pleasure, I'm happy man. you Thanks brought up Donovan because this has always stuck with me for some reason. It was about a year ago. It was either yeah, it was 2019 season. Uh, I think it was after the uh, big loss they had to Dallas. I was on the plane f- f- back from Dallas. Uh, shout out fans of Philly. The uh, trip that you know they put together for the fans. Um, and uh, someone sitting next to me. And we're talking about Carson versus uh, Donovan. And he says, the main difference with Donovan versus Carson was, with Donovan, I woke up most Monday mornings happy. And I think that, to me, is the biggest thing with Carson that I think is starting to come out with people. Carson is talented. Like I'm not sitting here and saying Carson's a bad quarterback. To me, the difference is you can hear in people the frustration of two years of waking up Monday morning and it's like – 50-50 50-50 on if they win or lose. Like, McNabb went, won. Like, we can debate who was more talented, Carson or McNabb. I think that is a real debate. Mm-hmm. But they won when McNabb was the quarterback. And, yes, the defense, yes. With Carson, like, it's a long stretch of that not happening, and I think that's the frustration you hear of, like, these fans that have been, you know, defending Carson, saying how good he is. And yet, every week th- their team—it's not winning. I mean, Carson is fourteen and fourteen over his last twenty-eight starts. That's not a small stretch of football to be a five hundred quarterback. No,
4: but at the same time, with McNabb too. I mean, McNabb had great teams around him as well. I mean, they were stacked those teams, mm-hmm. especially defensively. And like, I think this defense is is has a chance to be pretty good. But I mean, they still need to put the stuff. I mean, I you know I I. I'm starting to turn on Howie Roseman in a big yeah, way. Well, I, I think, think,
2: yeah, I starting, think he's done a yeah. really
4: bad job the last couple years of building young talent up around this team, and I think you do have to take
2: those things into account when we're talking about Carson Wentz. And that is fair, and I think sometimes where I differ with the people that like really defend Carson is. I just think ultimately the quarterback has the most say on, on if they win a game or not. Like yes, week by week you can point to you can point to different things. But over twenty-eight games, if you're a five hundred quarterback, that just says something to me about who you are as a quarterback. There's a reason Carson got all the money he did, is because he's the one expected to win these games for them.
4: 215-592-9494. Coming up, we're gonna get to all your calls. I see you all there. We're gonna run calls next segment. Plus, do the Eagles win or lose tomorrow? I say they win, Elliott says they loses. And we'll find out who Elliot's player to watch is coming up next segment as well. It's Elliot Short Parks. It's James Seltzer. Again, get involved. 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. And, yes, that is my casino and sportsbook app of choice. Parks Casino Sportsbook app gives you the home field advantage. They're based right here in the Delaware Valley. Home opener, Philly, tomorrow, host in Los Angeles. Over-under is 45.5 points. You can bet on that. You can bet on the outcome. You can, there are so many different ways to bet on all these games this weekend. You can bet on player performances, the score at halftime, how many passing yards QB will throw, rushing yards, number of touchdowns, and so much more. And you got to bet online with a name you trust. Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the number one casino in Pennsylvania. Park Sportsbook app has easy-to-deposit methods, fast payouts, great odds, and outstanding customer service, all the things you need. And here's the deal. For new customers only, sign up now and get a free $50 Sportsbook bet for a limited time. A free $50 bet for all new customers. No deposit is even required. You just download the app or go to parkcasino.com/pa. And use our promo code GOBIRDS, that's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. This is a limited time offer now through this Monday at 11.59 p.m. New customers only. Park Sportsbook, bet with the best. It is GoBirds Radio presented by Park's Sportsbook and Casino. One more hour for us, Rob Ellis, the legend. Coming up
2: next.
4: True legend. Oh, okay. So it's John Johnson, a different legend. This different is type of legend. We're used to Robbie coming up after us, so shout out to John Johnson, also a legend. Very excited to see John when he comes in. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four coming up a little bit later this segment. We'll get to Elliott's player to watch for tomorrow. Who needs to have a big game? Who needs to show up for this team to win for now? We'll go back to the phones and... A name I haven't seen on this board in quite a while. An old friend of the show. Let's go to Pittman and talk to Lenny. Hey, Len.
10: Ah, oh, James, like the famous words of Neil Armstrong, right after I heard you were back on the air, this is one small step for man, one <laughs> giant leap for the NFL. You <laughs> are the best. Oh, Ellen, Lenny. I don't want to leave you out either. Appreciate it. Since James and I are family. Look. I just want to let you know that you have a friend in Lynn.
2: I appreciate him. Look, let's be real here. You know this. James is the GOAT. Like, come on, (laughs) right? So I appreciate you shouting me out. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going
10: to give it. I'm going to, since we're all about stats today, I got a good stat for you. Name me a $130 million quarterback in the first four years of his career has fumbled 50 times or more. (laughs) That would be Dante uh, Culpepper, some other creep. I don't even remember his name. And guess who else it would be, Elliot? Who? Carson Wentz. Oh yeah, yeah. And he didn't even play one.
4: Lenny, whole year, you didn't waste so any actually,
2: time, did you? He I, yeah, I got an interesting a stat. In three years, if you think about yeah. it. I, I got a good stat for you, Lenny. Speaking of Carson fumbles, over the last two years, Carson has fumbled the ball twenty-nine times. He has run for 25 first downs. Like, wow. Think about that. He has. Wow. Oh, sorry. It's 29 first downs, twenty-five fumbles. But regardless, he has as much of a chance as fumbling the ball going into a game as he does of running for a first down.
10: I'll tell you what that that fourteen and fourteen in the last twenty eight games. I'll tell you what you can't. Uh, yeah, you really got to look at that. I mean, yeah. if you're saying – you know something else, too. They they got lost to a team that doesn't even have a name. I mean, come on.
4: Really? Well, and, and that was like the go-to line I heard. I think I probably heard that line this week more than any – they lost to a team yeah. without a name. I'll well, and the, the
2: concerning stat. part, too, of that – By the way, team.
4: I don't care that they don't have a name. It doesn't bother me. Actually, like – a-
10: Aguilar had more touchdown catches than any
4: eagle-wide
10: receiver. Ooh.
4: Ooh, that's a good one, too. That is a good right, one. Nelson. You had a nice at, catch, at a touchdown. It was his only catch of the game. One was, catch, two nice yards touchdown. Hey,
10: first of all, before I before I get uh, get off the air, I just like say, James, I love you. I'm glad you're back on the air. It's great. And I've been dialing the wrong phone number. That's why. Uh, I-, hey, <laughs>
4: I was wondering where you were, man.
10: Yeah, well, anyhow, you know, when you get old like me and you get retired, you don't remember things. Well, Lenny, now that
4: you have this number, call more often, all right? Every I'm week, I'm going man. to
10: give you my prediction.
4: Lay it on us. I'm guessing it's okay. the Eagles Carson lose. Carson fumbles
10: guess. another three times, and the Rams <laughs> ram it up the Eagles but, uh,
4: bird
11: <laughs> with a, a 30. Lenny, I'm
4: starting to regret giving you such a warm reception 23. back. 23. <laughs> Lenny, a pleasure. Call again, all right, brother? God bless you Good guys. Good to hear your voice, man. Lenny used to call all the time, and I didn't hear from him for so long. I was hoping he was okay. Turns out he had
2: the wrong number. It happens, I suppose. Longtime WIP callers are just such an amazing thing. It's like so cool. growing up listening to the station, it is cool to hear those same voices um, I'll again. I'll tell
4: you man. when I when I first started producing here, and, and God rest his soul, the first time Levi called, yeah. in, like that was like a thrill for me. I was like, I'm talking to Levi right now. Like this yeah. is wild. You know, it, it is an institution. I saw but- and-
2: Butch from Mandyunk at a uh, Chickie Pizza event, and I'm like. I listened to this dude growing up. Well,
4: what a a, a good segue, right? Because we have one of those callers on the line, a member of the Dirty 30. yes. The one, the only, Kenny. How you doing, pal?
1: Gentlemen, good afternoon. I listen to your show every week. I scream at my radio every week. Um, (laughs) Love it. uh, Well, what section of Dallas are you from?
2: (laughs) Well, as Jack Fritz likes to bring up all the time, a little drop of uh, me saying I'm a Cowboys fan – Look, what, what am I saying that you disagree with today? I'd be very curious to know. I think, well,
1: I'll think. get to that in a second. I, I, I want to explain exactly. I'm telling you the God's honest truth. This is what I was thinking last week. Carson's playing that first half. He's lighting it up. The Eagles are up 17-0. They're doing great. All of a sudden, he starts throwing interceptions and playing like crap. And the first thing that went through my head, God rest my soul, was Elliot sitting in his basement with a voodoo doll sticking needles in
2: a Carson <laughs> doll. <dial. laughs> I the, the I text between myself. me and what is, what uh, what an Joe Santra and were uh the text between me and Joe Giglio were were interesting to say the least. Oh god. That it? It's a text and right? i I'm happy. <laughs> but but what it do you disagree apartment? with, man? For real, tell me, like what have I well, said okay, today that's wrong?
1: This is what I disagree with. When you say that Carson Wentz is seventeen and seventeen, I can think of I'm gonna start with three games last year where in the fourth quarter he put Balls right in wide receivers' hands to win the game, and they dropped it. Carson doesn't kick field goals. Carson doesn't play defense. There's lots of things going on that, besides Carson's playing, which is why that record is 17 and 17. He does not get all that blame. And when they say it's all the quarterback, when sometimes Carson played great and they still lost, that's not his fault. And I don't understand what people that. Last week he played like crap for the second half. I agree with that. He deserved everything you're saying about him. But he played great in the first half. Yep. So I can't yep, say
2: but, he's a bad but on the flip back. side, but on the flip side you I mean the game you're talking about last year obviously one of them is the Nelson Aguilar drop against Atlanta, right? He was good in the second yep. half, but he was terrible in the first half. Like I agree is Carson responsible and it's 14 and 14 for what just just so you know. But uh, is Carson responsible for all 14 of those losses? No. But is Carson also not responsible for all 14 of those wins? Like but at the end of the day the reason franchise quarterbacks make so much money is because you feel confident that by having that guy on your team, you will be a winning franchise. That's why you make. That's why they make all this money. And they're not with Carson over his last 28 starts. Yes, in 2017, Carson was amazing. But post-2017, Carson is not the same quarterback. And that's not being mean. It's not bashing him. It's reality. Yes, things have happened that have cost them games where Carson's played well. But overall, he's been incredibly inconsistent, and that's why the team has been inconsistent. Kenny, great call! Thanks for making it. I
4: appreciate you taking those shots at Elliot. Speaking of shots at Elliot, uh, we just jo- talked coming. to having like uh, legendary WIP callers on the line. I did not expect a straight up WIP legend to call up out of nowhere, but I look down on my board and I see the name Howard Eskin on the oh, phone. Oh God! I what up, so King?
12: Uh, hey, I- I'm just walking and I'm listening, and I'll get to Elliot in a second. But I want to bury. That's Fraud Lenny. Uh-oh. Lenny is Uh-oh. a fraud. Okay, he called me this morning. How many times is he going to call? Is he going to call every hour on the hour? He called me this morning with the same thing, but he didn't like my response. So he wants you guys to kiss his ass. Oh, Lenny, it's great to have you back. Lenny is a fraud caller. Who's fraud. a
2: bigger fraud? I was listening fraud. to your show this morning, King. You were really getting on LeBron, by the way. Love fraud. Oh, yeah yeah.
12: He's, he's pissed off. They didn't get more votes for the MVP. Luka Doncic is a bigger MVP. Uh, Anthony Davis is a... Oh, well, you're dead wrong
2: about that. Uh, uh, What's that? You're dead wrong about that. LeBron led his team to the top record in the West. Like, how is is he not more of an MVP than those guys?
13: Well,
12: because without Anthony Davis... That team doesn't even come close to achieving. Ah. He sets up his own teams. But, again, I don't want to uh, yeah, dwell Yeah, this is already on, too yeah, much Baker's talk. go. For him to whine about an award when they're trying to win a championship is pathetic. It is pathetic. All right, let me get to Lenny and, and the, the point he tried to make about Carson, but he didn't like my response. I talked to Jaworski last year who watched... He was watching a game. Uh, and some of those fumbles... Now, granted, when he is getting sacked, and he's got to protect the football. We, we understand that. But some of the fumbles, when it's a bad snap, as long as Carson touches it, it's considered, and, and Carson does it and it drops to the ground, that's considered Carson's yes, fumble. Yes,
2: that's true, but we all agree he has, a, he has a problem fumbling the ball. So why does well, that matter? Yeah, but,
12: not, but not at that level. He not does, at that level. I mean, Compare him to Dante Culpepper's fumbles. is a complete, complete joke. Lenny, Lenny, Lenny. <laughs> I, I mean, go home, Lenny. Stay home and, you know, stop with your nonsense callers. So I
2: had to look. The fun I love yeah. that
4: Howard got so upset about it. He called in. This is terrific. Out there Howard- getting
2: those steps yeah. in, getting worked up.
4: Yeah.
12: Well, yeah, but. But he calls with the same thing this morning. How many times you got to call, Lenny? <laughs> you. How know, you're a zero trying to become a one? Nobody's trying to become
2: a somebody. Ah, oh, come on, man. Not uh, gonna call our show and bash Lenny. What's, okay. So what? What? What else? What else okay, got you worked uh, up? And, on your, your,
12: and your issue, Elliot, you are worse than a fish on a deck of a boat. Flip oh flop, flip flop, flip <laughs> flop. Okay, you buried Carson. Then you kind of came over uh, uh, to the good side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a good quarterback. And then you went right back. and You're starting to lean back. To the bad side because he played first terrible he, went, he had a horrible game okay. horrible. horrible there's no question mm-hmm. i mean he can't play like that and this team win i get it yep. uh i get it and we all understand that and he can't make that throw in the first half he can't throw two interceptions he can't fumble the football he can't give washington a short field and he won't do it on sunday because the eagles are going to beat the ranch <laughs> but uh, because they've learned from that now He had receivers last year. You're giving him 14 and 14. I think they went into Pep Boys, and they saw a guy in the checkout line, uh, and they said, hey, yeah, can you catch a football? Yeah, you're on our team. Actually, they got, they got guys from Pep Boys.
2: They yeah, but he still had talent on that that offense, man. Come on, you know that they had a great offensive line. They had two great tight ends. They have a great head but coach. They, had, they couldn't they had stretch Miles the who field. Should've...
4: They couldn't stretch the field. They're they playing no within a ten yard window. But then why like, did he play those his those are best such football throws to make? Then why did he
2: play his best football at the end of the year when he, they had these guys that Howard says are from Pep Boys? Why did they go four and and0 then? If the receivers are such an issue, why when he started playing better did they start winning with the exact same receivers?
12: Because he's a good quarterback. Yeah, exactly. All but right? he, he is, parent. yes, you're right.
2: He is He is a good quarterback. But you know what he's not? And he has not been since he, that 2017. He has not been an elite-level franchise quarterback that they're paying him to be. He's well, not been.
12: He's a franchise quarterback. Yeah, because he has the
2: contract. Yeah.
12: He's still in the top ten. Nah. That contract was a steal, too. Everybody whined about that. You and uh, Joe Santagilio <laughs> uh, kind of whined about the contract. Now it's a bargain.
2: I don't know right? about that, but that's a— well, for it's
12: reality. Day. I mean, it's it's reality. But he's going to have bad games. Hey, Drew Brees threw for a hundred and eighty stinking yards last week. A hundred and eighty
2: yards, Drew yeah. Brees. Okay, but Drew Brees is way gamers. better. So what? Are, so there's no. It doesn't well, yeah. matter what your. Oh well, yeah, but
12: my point is that every quarterback has mediocre games. Tell him and he and had a
2: mediocre games. half, no less. He's had a mediocre two years. Oh, no, I, 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 You see had, what I
4: have to deal with here, Howard? Do you see what I have to deal uh, with? <laughs>
2: Well, he's, he came back from an
12: injury the first that first year. That's what yeah, I always say go. to him,
4: Howard. That's what I always say. You got anything else, King?
12: No, I just – I ripped – I wanted to rip the two people I wanted to rip. There you go. And I, I actually threw in Joe Santagilio there, too. It was an effective
2: call, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and by the way, man, shout-out to Howard for all the money he raised walking to it's Tampa. It's awesome. Yeah, it's so awesome. shout-out to you for yeah, that.
12: And I, and I won't stop walking because it's great. I love losing – Obviously, I feel good losing the 28 pounds, but it's <sighs> good mentally and physically. It's awesome, and uh, it's good for everybody. It's awesome. And I'm still walking. It's All awesome. Right.
4: Howard, enjoy All right, the talk walk. to you later. Jake. Hopefully, we don't make you so mad you call back in again. <laughs> <laughs> a
2: pleasure. I'll, I'll pull up to the NovaCare for practice, and we park in like this huge parking lot next to the uh, NovaCare, and I'll see Howard like a hundred yards away, just walking around. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, man. I, mean, I like to walk. I'm a big boy. I walk my daughter, you know, stroller. I like to run, you know.
4: I Well, we've had this discussion on the pod. And you can check it out at Go Bird Spot on Twitter, Spotify, iTunes, all that. Uh, Elliot's dog is a little overweight, he found uh, out.
2: You know, I, I told Kingsley and uh, my girlfriend Kristen that I brought this up. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Kingsley was a little embarrassed, but you know what? Like, it's all with love. We and want...
4: I said to Elliot, maybe walk your dog a little bit more.
2: I know. Yeah. Yeah, I love I take him. My dog I have to like get better about to walks.
4: An hour yeah. walks. You got to give him a good long walk.
2: Yep. So the issue is, I have a backyard that I let him out in, and yeah, I feel like you got to
4: take him for a I know, walk. I know. I agree. Pal. I will
2: take him for a walk.
4: Maybe Monday. get Howard to walk over and yeah. Just start seriously, walking I should him go give him the to the king. Yeah, right can they can both rip me together. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go back to the phones and go to Mayfair and talk to Matthew. Hey, Matt.
13: James, Elliot, how you guys doing today? What up, man? So i want to throw a stat out, out at you guys, and I want your initial reaction. I want right off the punch. I want to know what you think about this. Mm-hmm. Since 2016, the Eagles have drafted seven offensive linemen.
2: Seven. Okay.
4: What do you What do you think about that stat?
2: I think that's not enough. Yeah, I guess I would say one, not enough. Over four drafts.
4: And I and, look, I'm not mistaken, right? Dillard since 2016, Dillard and and Samalo the only two that were before like
2: the first three rounds, right? Yep.
13: Right, and currently on the roster there's five of those seven remaining and only two of them are contributors.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not been good. I mean, look, the reason this offensive line is struggling is because of injuries, but also, like, they have not done a good job. I mean, before this season started, we would have said Matt Pryor seems like a good draft pick, right? Six-round pick, started the playoff game last year. He's been passed over three, four times for a spot on, the, on this uh, starting line, so that pick starting to not look great.
13: Oh, my point is this. All this venom and ire directed at Carson and Doug is in the wrong direction. Howie Roseman is the problem with this organization.
2: I agree with you. Pure, I, I, plain I, and simple. I think Howie is more of a problem of the three. Howie, to me, is the bigger problem other than, than uh, Carson and Doug. I agree. So I, take, I, I would take Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson any day of the week. The general manager's got to well, go. Let me ask you a question. Are you concerned at all about them as a duo? their ability to win, not them separately, but, like, together, now that we've seen two years of 500 football from them. Are you concerned at all about them as a duo?
13: I don't think we've seen two years of 500. We've we've seen an incomplete... Incomplete with Carson has never
4: had, and twenty other than
13: twenty seventeen has never had a full complement of the players he needs around. Been
4: healthy, been fully healthy again. Like that's an induction on
13: him. No, but no, but I'm talking
4: about him. No, in twenty eighteen, we all know he came back too early. He broke his back. Like twenty eighteen is like, how do you judge anything from that season under those circumstances? Like, because
2: he played, and I get that he was hurt, but like
4: broken back. Okay, but we know that on the sideline, he said he couldn't sit down during the like when they weren't on the field. Like, yeah. And what was their what was their record last year
2: when he was healthy? Nine and seven. And they were five and seven. Nine and seven with a bad
4: roster
13: around him. And and all this nonsense about how they played at the down the stretch last year. Come on, let's look at the talent they played against. Yeah, it was the bottom feeders of the NFCs. One team, the Cowboys, had quit had quit before that game, and it was uh, it was dogs the rest of the way. This team is doomed doomed until we get rid of Howie Roseman. Yeah, Matt, so what do you Matt think? Lose,
4: <laughs> they, they, they're going to they win tomorrow? tomorrow.
13: <laughs> they will lose tomorrow, 30-17. to 17.
4: Oh, Wow, Matt. Matt, good call. And look, I have said the same thing about Matt Klintang and the Phillies. I don't think it's wrong. Uh, coming up in just a minute, we're going to get to Elliott's player to watch. But first, let's squeeze in one more call. Let's talk to our buddy, Mad Mike. Hey, Mike, what you mad about today?
14: Hey, I'm always mad. I'm always <laughs> mad about Howie Roseman, actually. That guy before me kind of echoes what I always say howie roseman is a cancer to this team and he's he's literally left the coverage bare for for carson wentz he doesn't have any talent and and here's the thing with carson wentz and, and i think we need to be honest with who carson wentz is he's a good quarterback but he's not a quarterback that can elevate the of the play of the people around him so he needs good talent around him to play at his best and he hasn't he hasn't progressed from what we saw when he had that breakout season in 2017 so it really comes down to the fact that the gms not putting the right talent around him and it's and we've overvalued carson to to an elite level, which he's not. He's well, good. He he can get you there, but he's not – he can't do it on his own.
2: Where I would push back on that a little is the last four games of last season, I think it's fair I, to I, say.
14: No, that, the last four games of last season don't matter to me at all. Oh, I think that's unfair. He, he had He had a really bad season, and then he got to play – uh, Washington and the, Gi- the Giants twice, and the Cowboys team that quit. I, I, I don't value – people give you that. And, and the Redskins almost beat us. The, Gi- the Giants almost beat us. We were down huge. We were down 17 to the Redskins. But they won they,
4: those games because of they Carson. They did,
14: but it, I, I don't – that's not a barometer for me. Like, four games against, like, teams that were subpar at that point don't, Look, I think there's, there
2: is there is some truth to what you're saying, but you also have got to give Carson playoff, credit for winning those last four games. You have to. If you're going to rip him for the games they lose, then you have to say yes. he did what you want a quarterback to do, which is win those games somehow, some way and get them to the but
14: playoffs. Let's be really honest. We limped into the playoffs, and yeah. we got beat by a team that was superior. I mean, Well, you I lost Carson know, like,
4: once in the game, what, too, though.
14: Yeah, I don't know what your expectation is, but like we've gone from Super Bowl to Nick Foles getting us into the playoffs. To getting into the playoffs, but getting beat, like it. I'm not impressed with any of this, and it's because we've let a GM who everybody build
2: up as some no. genius who doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, and that's why I think it's not overreacting from week one. Mike, I get great calls great calls. Two always. years of uh, them kind of arrow pointing. All
4: right, it's time, Elliot. It is time to find out who tomorrow's player to watch is. Brought to you by your Tri-State Toyota Dealers, proud partner of the
2: Philadelphia Eagles, Elliot. Who do you have your eye on tomorrow? Deshaun Jackson. I think coming off of week one, we only played 50% of the snaps. We talked a lot this segment about the weapons around Carson. Deshaun can be that game-changing talent if he's on the field more and playing to what he can be. I saw him in training camp when he was out there. He did miss some time. But when he was out there, he can still be that deep threat. I think this Rams secondary is very good. They're, the Eagles receivers are going to have to win one-on-one matchups. And the best person capable of doing that is Deshaun. So when you talk about yeah, look, Carson's always someone to watch. He has pressure on him. But Deshaun tomorrow, we need to see like why the Eagles kept him on this roster. Yeah, I'm I want to see up Deshaun Go against Jalen yep.
4: Ramsey, I'm sure in certain ways I don't think he'll follow him, but you know, he'll be he'll have to go up against
2: Ramsey. It's going to be a big test. Yeah, and look, it makes life easier for everyone else on the field when Deshaun's stretching the field. So, I think he's very clearly if they win tomorrow, Deshaun has a big game. I love that call again.
4: The player to watch brought to you by your Troy Tro- Tri-State Toyota Dealers, proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. We will come back. We'll take your calls at 215-592-9494. A couple of of uh, uh, disappointing calls heading into the break in terms of people who are not super optimistic. Not very, We'll see yes. if we can get some positivity on the back end. Again, it's Elliott Parks. It's James Seltzer. It's Go Birds Radio. Don't go anywhere. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. John Johnson coming your way at 3 o'clock. A little Phillies baseball, 6.05 tonight. 90 Sweep the doubleheader yesterday. There you go. Unexpected, just when I was completely out and was like, I don't even care if they make the playoffs. They win. The hopes are high day. again. No, no. Okay. No. For Jack, they are. They're always high for yeah. me. Less high. Two 94 Ninety four ninety four. Will the Eagles win tomorrow? I say they will. Elliot says they won't. Get involved again. Two 94. five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Lamar in Camden. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it
2: going? What up, man? Thanks for calling in. Oh my goodness,
4: EST. What He's up? dynamite! E S. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, had to.
15: I finally got you. I want to get Joe too. The, it is. And you always blame it on the quarterback to get too much praise, too much, too much heat. Uh, it's not. It's not all on the quarterback. The offensive line had their part. The wide receiver had their part in the interception.
2: You can't
15: blame everything yeah, on the quarterback. But
2: those same players were out there when they had a 17 nothing lead, too. Like, what, what turned that game around, and Doug said that that interception was on Carson. Like, that game turned around on that interception, we're, and Carson how, unraveled it. He said it this week. But The second one he said was not on Carson. The, the second one, right? But I'm saying the one, that sequence where Carson the had the interception one. and mm-hmm. then he missed uh, Deshaun and uh, Rager deep on the next series, that turned the game around. And yes, obviously 100% of the loss is not on Carson, but there's a reason Carson gets the big money.
15: So most of the blame is on him. 100% so blame is on him. Yes. It, it's, not, it's not. It's not. Last year, last year he had Manny Moe, like uh, Howard said, Manny Moe and Jack.
2: But that's, that's not have. true. That's not true, though. Like, he had a great offensive line. He had two okay. great tight ends. He had Miles Sanders, who was arguably the offensive how they stretch rookie the
15: field. there. How they stretch the field with tight ends and a running back?
2: They didn't stretch the field. But did Carson not play his best football of the season the last four games when he had, how you say, Manny Moe and Jack?
15: Yeah, great words. is fine. It, it needs to go to him a little bit more. You don't have to go deep off. I've been with deep too many times.
2: Hey, Lamar, great call. Your phone's Look, a little going in and I'm out. I'm not saying that you expect Carson to go like 28-2 and 2 over 30 games, but what I am saying is, for the reason you pay a franchise quarterback is so you're better than a 500 team over 28 games. Like the, there are winnable games here. The Eagles are losing. They've lost three games, or I think it's actually five games over the last two years where they were favored by five or more. But
4: again, they're not all on Carson. You, I'm not like, saying they're yeah, all on Carson. Know, but Over but...
2: a long stretch, you like this is why you like you might as well have Nate Sudfeld or Jalen Hurts oh, out there. Stop but it. But I'm saying if, if he's not going to win the games that are there to win, like why pay him all that money?
4: But, uh, like again, he has won games that are there to win. I mean, he made the yeah. playoffs last year. Like. Like, and I gave him credit like for that. This, it loses every game that, that he needs
2: to win. I'm not, but like, people call up and they, they they distribute blame, and it's like more excuses. And I don't know, man. It's like I said,
4: why is it of, that we wanted to talk Eagles Rams, and then all of a sudden it turns into people? I don't know. People about love Carson. talking Carson, and I love
2: talking it too. But yeah, well, let's get back to tomorrow. Two
4: one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to the Northeast and talk to Mike. Hey, Mike.
2: Hey guys, how you doing? Good
8: afternoon. What up, um, man? Hey, Jimmy. This is uh. Mike, I co host with um Angel oh, from Tampa. Oh,
4: that's
2: awesome. On, uh, that's Broad awesome. Broad Street
8: Sports nice. Broad Street Broad Street Sports Broad Street South Sports talk. It's awesome.
4: Awesome. I'm definitely gonna come on with you guys at some point. Angel and I'll yeah, figure it out.
8: Looking forward to it.
4: Yeah, man. What's I- on your mind, Mike? Actually I got two questions.
8: Um what do you what do you guys think the chances of Devontae Freeman are signing with the Eagles? And also, do you think Howie is on the hot seat this year?
2: First, I don't think Howie's on the hot seat. I think things would have to really go bad. Like yeah, they would I'm, have to I'm be like Elliott. four and you know four and twelve. And even
4: whatever. then, I think his relationship with Laurie and I all think he that. He gets one more year. I do too. I think I think Doug is more likely. And I don't agree with it. Uh, if it were up to me, as we said earlier, of the the people in power mm-hmm. or whatever, Howie would certainly be the first to go. In my mind. But I think it's more likely Doug goes
2: before Howie if I had to bet. As for Devontae Freeman, I think they're, I don't know, 60 to 70% chance they sign oh, wow. him. Wow,
4: that's a pretty high number. Well, I think
2: his – first of all, it's after week one, so his contract would be guaranteed. I think he, at this point, just wants to sign with a team. I mean, he's not, he's not in the league. I think his price probably dropped. And I do think the pass protection – of the backup running backs mattered last week. So if it's cheap, and I think it will be, and, they, and they're and they bringing him in, I think Devontae Freeman, unlike Cordy Glenn a little, like Devontae doesn't just uh, – uh, Devo- yeah, Devontae Freeman does not just visit teams, right? I mean, this is an established player in the league. So I think there's a very good chance he signs. I just think the,
8: bringing in Devontae Freeman, you know, it's a veteran presence. You know, he could catch the ball out of the backfield. He's more reliable. I
4: mean yeah, it doesn't with, hurt. Yeah, I don't know if it's I think the, other, other than problems. the money thing like there it feels like there's very little downside to it, you know. Well, especially Miles Sanders with a hamstring. I I
8: hate to say this, but he could be hampered with that all season.
4: Mike, great call. Call again, Mike. We appreciate it. Uh yeah, look, I you never know, but I'm I'm not psyched that he has a soft tissue injury heading into the season. We've talked a lot yeah. about the potential for this season to be particularly bad, especially early on without the full ramp up for a season. I mean, Miles Sanders, like you said, hasn't practiced in a month, like a month. Yeah. And he's going to go out there and play a real deal NFL football game tomorrow.
2: Yeah. And look, I'm as high on Miles Sanders as can be. I thought that the over for 1350 total yards this year was a a good bet on the, uh, on the parks casino app. But um, yeah, I, I just think coming into week two, having not played for a while off of a hamstring injury, I'm just, I'm concerned about how much he can be an immediate impact. If he is, though, that's a big deal. Like, he he showed last year he can be an impact in the run game, the pass game. Like, this is an impact player. I just think putting too much pressure on him to make an immediate impact when he comes back is asking a
4: lot. Let's go to Hoboken and talk to my good buddy, Chuck. Hey, Chuck.
11: Hey, gentlemen. Uh, first of all, Shanatova. Uh, yes, Elliot. Yes, Shana uh,
4: Please, thank
2: you.
11: Happy New Year. Happy New Year, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, second of all, Elliot. Um, the pumpkin spice latte reference you made on, on Facebook, Twitter or Twitter was way too soon.
2: Oh, I don't Come think so. Man, it feels I wanna, like fall, man. I, I didn't get the I hot one; I got on the cool one. Summer. What? I
11: want to hang oh, on to. I want to hang fair. on to summer.
2: It's football season,
4: though, man. It's it's uh, time how long the was Lenny spas- on hold? <laughs> what was that? Chuck? How long?
11: Was, how long was Lenny on hold? I feel like he like called the old Sears catalog and just sat there for about a year. It's possible. Waiting down.
4: It's possible. <laughs> it's Really weird. <laughs>
11: Asking, uh, I'm challenging him right now to do an Iron Man. Uh, you want to keep bragging about walking, we can raise money. We'll both do an Iron Man together. I will,
4: not, I will not I will not do an
2: Ironman Man with you. <laughs> I would do an Iron Man. <laughs> I I, really? I did one of those before. Really? It w- it was uh it wasn't called an Ironman, Man, but it was one of those things. Well like the Ironman's Man's off- like the, but, the full real yeah, deal. Yeah. Two You've not done an Iron Man, is my guess.
4: Swim. Yeah, it's, it's like How a, many miles? Th- Twenty four miles or something two. like that?
2: 2.4, 2.4 miles. 4 miles. And then the bike, bike is what? Tw- oh, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. A, a, half, marathon? a-, a half marathon? Marathon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I-, I couldn't do that. Yeah.
11: yeah. You do 140, 140.6 miles
1: in a
2: day. I-, I could hit a home run. I don't know if I could oh, do a marathon. Oh, buddy. <laughs>
4: Let's not go down that road again. <laughs> I think it's more likely you could run a marathon. Thing,
1: you might be able to get a,
11: a sack or at least a run yeah. on Carson with this Eagles offensive line. Chuck, that's what do you got one about the Eagles? I just said the offensive line is so terrible. I feel like Elliott might actually be able to get in there and, and get a rush on Carson.
2: Who knows, man? So, I doubt that.
11: Stop I know. I know me too. But still, stop doubting Carson. Uh yeah, we, do we want to trade uh, Aaron Noah last year after he had a down season? Yeah, but it's in not one
2: game. It's not it's not one game, man. It's two years of him being an average quarterback. That's the concern to me. I it you know, like we have to just look reality in the face over the last two years. 2017 is looking like the exception, right? And 2017 was special. You can't expect him to be 2017 every year, but he has had an average two years. Like, to say that he's but a how, top five you guy. expect
11: him to be average then? If 2017 is an exception, like, well, let's do statistics here. So we're talking about 25% out of, of – yeah, Out of four years. I'm year, sorry, year. 33% out of, two, out of three years, he was exceptional. And two years he wasn't, and there are reasons that that, that they had to discount those other two years. Well, can I ask you,
2: how much of those reasons do you think are the injuries? Like, do you think the injuries have permanently impacted him, or are you not concerned about that?
11: Uh, So I think the back uh, was totally related to his knee,
2: right? Yeah, I would agree
11: with that. A lot of torque to throw the football. Uh, So I think once his knee was fully healed, I do think I'm over the injuries. Last year, there was sort of a cheap shot by Clowney. That had nothing. Yeah, to I don't. Do I don't
2: consider back. that yeah, when we talk about the injuries. Yeah. I mean, more the back and, and the ACL.
4: Chuck, great call. Thanks for making it. Um, look, I, I, I've said to you before that I, I one of the reasons I was so excited about Carson this year is because I did feel like for the
2: first time since 2016
4: mm-hmm. into 2017, he had an uh, off season of health. You know, well, an off season to be fully healthy and worry about football.
2: And one of the things about tomorrow is like we can learn a lot about this team tomorrow and we'll learn a lot about Carson too. You know, uh, Howard Eskin uh, called in and said, I was like a fish the way I flip flopped, but I don't think it's flip flopping. It's, chi- it's, changing your opinion based off what you see. Like, yes, at the end of last year, I gave Carson credit because he carried this team to the playoffs. Yes. I think
4: that's important. Like, you shouldn't just stick on a take just because it's a take. You right. should be willing to say, oh, I was
2: wrong. That's okay. And if Carson comes out tomorrow and he throws four touchdowns and they go on a run, like, I'm not going to sit here and say Carson's still an average quarterback, but that does – like, we're guessing on what happens in the future. I hope it does happen. I don't want to cover a team that's 0-16 or, you know, 2-12 and 12 or whatever. Like, I-, I hope Carson plays well tomorrow, but that does not change the reality that he's been an average quarterback over the last two years. T in Collegeville. What up, T? Hey,
16: what's going on, gentlemen? Thank you for taking my call. Thank what up, know. man? Uh, nothing. Um, I, I want to get into today, Elliot, but I know I'm not going to have enough time, so we're going to do that another day. <laughs> all right, well, I look uh, forward to it.
4: Need need to cut a, ch- a large chunk of time to make that yeah, happen I for real, I need a large chunk of time nice to, to talk you. about
16: all kinds of – because I know he's going to bash all stats I'll pull up just to crush him, but it, it is what it is. <laughs> so what else, else is on your mind
4: you? today, T? Well, I agree to disagree.
16: I think I think he's wrong. Uh, I think the Eagles are in a good situation. I mean, I, I broke down a lot of film. I'm not an analyst myself. I'm just a, just a fan of the game. And for me, watching all the film I watched on both teams, just the stats, just compiling what, what players are going to start and how the games put put together, um, I have it really close. So I have the Eagles winning, um, mm-hmm. and I have it for a few reasons. But I have it about 28-23. Uh, I have 28-24. I
4: think, Look at you, me and you, T. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Great minds. I,
16: I think uh I think if they get to the game plan, uh to stay consistent and have Carson roll out, um if Carson in his rollouts when he's designed bootlegs can run for some first downs, uh obviously, you know, keep on to the ball. I think if they run, you know, somewhere in the range of twenty five rushes, uh spread throughout the, the running backs itself. Mm-hmm. If they target on the uh, tight ends, um with the mismatches they want. And if because of the offensive line situation with the new additions, if they keep on average throws under thirty yards and and, and don't pillage uh in deep as much. Uh, obviously you have to. You have to keep the defense true and on their heels. I think if they if they play in a, a small baby step game, get the momentum going, control the clock, and, and, and scheme away from Aaron Donald on double teams. Key on Jalen Ramsey, I, I think in in short, is that's the the shortest way I can say it, they can they can squeak out a win, especially if the defense comes too big. I mean, I, I I told James I was out on Fletcher Cox already, so Fletcher Cox needs to come up big. I hope my my key player on defense for substitutions. I, I hope Josh Sweat gets in. Yeah, I think he will. Week one, I guarantee he will. Yeah, I don't think Derek Barnett has the juice right now to come back
2: and, and just do a full game. Tia, so I'm, I, I'm with you.
4: Tia, this well, is a great call. We're up against it. Appreciate you making the call. Great call. I agree with a lot of what you had to say.
2: What's interesting about what he said about not throwing it deep as much? One thing you do see the Eagles consistently overdo is overreact to things. Like they were, they were one of the oldest teams. Now they're concentrating on becoming one of the youngest. Yep, they they were, were a slow team. Now yep, they prioritize sure. speed. Last year they didn't throw it deep. First game of the season, they're trying really hard to do it. So I think there's they a need balance. Some balance. You can
4: it's yeah. a great point, E. They
2: really do need some balance. Two one five, five nine
4: two, ninety four, ninety four. One more segment to go. John Johnson coming your way after that. But let me tell you one more time. My casino and sportsbook app of choice, the Parks Casino Sportsbook app, gives you the home field advantage. They're based right here in the Delaware Valley. The home opener tomorrow here in Philly, hosting Los Angeles. You can bet on that. The over-under is 45.5 points. There are so many different ways to bet on that game and all the games this weekend. You can bet on player performances, the score at halftime, passing yards, rushing yards, number of touchdowns, and so much more. Bet online with a name you trust. Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the number one casino in Pennsylvania. Parks Casino Sportsbook app has easy to deposit methods, fast payouts, great odds, and outstanding customer service. Here's the deal. For new customers only, sign up now and get a free $50 sportsbook bet for a limited time. A free $50 bet for all new customers. No deposit is even required. Just download the app, or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. This is a limited time offer. It's now through this upcoming Monday, the 21st, at 11.59 p.m. And, of course, again, new customers only. Parks Sportsbook, bet with the best. Final segment to go. GoBirds Radio presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. John Johnson coming your way next. Phillies. Blue Jays coming up 6.05, so keep it locked here at WIP the rest of the day. Let's go back out to the phone, squeeze as many as we can in before we get out of here, and let's head to one of my favorites, to the barber shop to talk to Tone. Tone, hey, buddy.
7: Hey, Jimmy. What's going on, man? Elliot, how voice, you doing? Man. First time I got to talk to you this
2: year. Awesome, man. Yeah, I really appreciate you calling in.
7: Hey, listen, uh, I, I listen to you guys' opinions, and, and the, you, you made some good points, you know, on both sides, you know, pro and con. Mm. The, the biggest thing that I'm looking at to, in tomorrow's game, one, how do you react when you've been embarrassed? Yeah. Okay? You came in, you took this game for granted. Okay, you didn't have preseason, you didn't have OTAs and all the rest, neither did anybody else. But those kids over there were like, look, we're going to do the best we can. We know we ain't got a great quarterback. So we're going to play to our strengths. I give that to their head coach. Mm-hmm. What Dougie Fresh has to do, as Keith Byers called him earlier today, <laughs> what he's got to do is the same approach he did with Foles. Now, if you recall, going down the down the stretch, going into the playoffs and everything, he altered Foles' game to what Foles does best. Yep. And you got to do the same thing with
2: Carson. You I would say with fit any quarterback, a round peg into yeah, a square hole. Really quick, I, I want to react That's to a both, great point both to. things you said. So first, I agree. Tomorrow is a big show me game. Like, let's see what this team is made of. I think you could lose this game and potentially still leave it feeling optimistic. I just want to see them fight back and show that you know not not get blown out, right? You want to see that fight. But the difference between Foles and Wentz is, yeah, you have to adjust it to his skill set, but the reason it's hard to adjust to Carson is because he's not an accurate passer. So, like, Foles, you can adjust to it because from the pocket, Foles is an accurate passer. It's one of his best strengths, and there's things Carson does better than him, and there's things but Foles does better. But you need
4: to adjust to what Wentz does great. Again, that's right, why I it hard to set scheme with not moving entire... the Move the
2: pocket. Move the pocket. Let him be athletic. Screens, he's not that athletic. Okay?
4: He is that you athletic.
7: Take, you want to take the Rams – number one asset they have, which is pass rush. Mm -hmm. So you use it against them, okay? You want to keep sending Donald? Guess what? How do you beat a guy that keeps coming at you? You go right at him. You go with misdirection. You make him cover the whole field, run yeah. from side to
2: side. That's how you beat and him. I think a good, a, good, uh, a good example of Doug doing this in the past is when they played the Bears and they schemed around Khalil Mack, and he didn't have a big impact Absolutely. on that. Game. And against
4: yeah. Aaron Donald, the last couple times they've played them as well. Yep. Aaron Donald's done nothing against the Eagles. Had zero sacks. Yep. Okay? Yeah.
7: Zero. So you can't play this guy. But like I said, it's going to come on Dougie P as well as Carson. All right? Mm-hmm. Carson. I'm going to – all right, you've been here five years. I shouldn't have to tell you things. Well, I'm going to tell you, okay? I'm not going to leave it up to what you should know. I'm going to tell you what you are going to do so you will know. You will throw the ball away. And that right guard and right tackle, my God, I hope that they had them training, practicing all week just them two by themselves you can't allow a safety to come right up the middle and crush Carson without even putting a glove on him. That
2: can't happen.
4: yeah Tone, great calls always, man. But, Keep calling us, hey. brother.
2: But but what I would say to to Tone's point, like they are telling Carson that they probably they've probably been telling Carson that since their pre-draft meeting in Indianapolis. Like this idea that they're that they now need to tell Carson to throw the ball away and protect it better. It's They've told him that for four years. It's, it, it's who he is. He has strengths. He has weaknesses. And, yes, players can improve. Things can change. But something so instinctual like that I think is hard to improve. Well, then you
4: need to get him out, get him moving, let him make plays. Let him be a playmaker instead of forcing him into this box and trying to force him into your thing that you want him to be rather than saying, all right, what is Carson? What does he do? That's what
2: I'm going to do. That's what he did with Foles. I agree that they should do that. But my counter is that is not a long term successful plan. You cannot, you're not going to win with 10 years of Carson at quarterback, even five years of him at quarterback, if all he can do is roll out. Like Carson has to be able to throw accurately from the pocket. He's not a good enough athlete. He's not, you know, I think he's better than Josh Allen, but he's not an athlete like Josh Allen. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Kyler Murray. He's not a threat with his legs. So, yes, you roll him out. But he has to be better from the pocket for him to be a long-term successful.
4: Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's talk to Billy. Hey, Billy. Hey, guys. How's it going? What up, man?
3: Yeah, I just want to throw out a few points here. I'm a I'm a realistic Eagle fan. I try to see it both ways, I you know, try not to be too biased when it comes to certain stuff. Um, do we want the Eagles to win tomorrow? Of course we do. We all do. Uh, I'm just having a hard time seeing it, um, just based on really one game that we just saw last week since since January. Um, my one concern that I've been trying to deal with all year, we all been dealing with is the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And this was before Brandon Brooks went down. This was before, you know, Andre Dillard was a set starter at left tackle and he went down and Peter's moved his decision, made a decision to move over to left tackle. So a lot of moving pieces, but the one person on that Rams team that scares me more than anyone. And the previous caller touched on is Aaron Donald. He can disrupt the game in every way possible. Um, and talking about Aaron Donald going up against Nate Harbig tomorrow. That's that that scares me more than anything. It's less than ideal. I mean, yeah. Less than we ideal. We all thought Matt Pryor was going to. Yeah, I'm sorry. We all thought Matt Pryor was going to be, you know, starting last week, and then we find out we have Nate Harbig and then a rookie right tackle. So,
2: and um, look, Aaron Donald. Obviously, he's a, he's a great player. We know that. What's scary about him is he has 34 sacks in his last 33 games. Like this is right. He is on the crazy. come up. Like he's he, the best. player
4: defensive player in football i mean that that's how great aaron donald
2: is and they move him around which obviously look i think they're gonna line him up over nate herbig as much as possible yeah they're gonna find ways to get the matchups they want i do wonder do you think they'll try to put him at end next to peters that'd be interesting to see possible look peters was not good and billy thanks for the call great call peters was not good on sunday well and i I think it was real i think it was tone that brought it up but two callers ago yeah uh The right tackle, Jack Driscoll, didn't play great, but I think he played better than Peters did. Now, the, the matchup was tougher. Chase Young is a tough matchup, but I actually think that Driscoll played pretty well. A lot of the sacks they gave up, I think out of the eight, only three or four of them were just straight up getting beat. A lot were, like, miscommunications and bad pickups. Jamal in Willow Grove. Hey, Jamal.
6: What's up, guys? How you doing, James?
4: Good, man. Good to hear your voice. What's on your mind today, brother?
6: You too. Uh, I had to call you, man. I was listening in the radio, and uh, you touched your nerves. Um, you are absolutely right, man. We we butcher McMahon, man. we weren't all the way satisfied with how far he took us. Mm-hmm. But uh, more often than not, you were not feeling down on Mondays, and that's yeah. just the truth.
4: Yeah, <laughs> no, and look, it's impossible to to argue against that. Like McNabb won a lot of games. Now, now the, the defense against, was elite around de- him, and also look, and also the I think the issue we ultimately had with McNabb was he never won us the big game, and obviously Carson hasn't done that either yet or right. anything. But, but um, yeah, no, it's it's a really fair point, Jamal.
6: Yeah, we got to disrespect McNabb a little bit more. I'm not saying we got to revere the guy, but
2: uh, well, he's the best quarterback in franchise history. A little
6: bit love, he. Yeah. I, you know what? That's that's easy to agree with. And uh, I wanted to chuck this in there. So I would call you and tell you guys how I was out on baseball. I'm still out, dude. I have even not read a box score. I haven't read a box score in two weeks, dude.
4: Yeah, it's tough right it's now, the man. Same.
6: A it's it's
4: every night. You know what's going to happen.
6: Aside from the negotiations, I didn't see anything happen with the bullpen and anything would be different from the last three years, dude. Well, you,
4: Jamal, you were right about that, man. And thanks for calling in. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's been Look, they won two yesterday. They play today. They're they're probably going to make the playoffs. I just don't have a lot of faith in them. Well, it'll be exciting when they're in the playoffs. Yeah, look, it's been nine years since they made the playoffs, mm-hmm. so it would be very cool if they did. All right, Elliot, uh, we got to get out of here. We got John Johnson coming up next. Your your final thought here on tomorrow's game. I, we already know your your score prediction, but
2: you know what do the Eagles need to do, and 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 how much of a chance do you think they have to win? Oh, I think I think it's fifty fifty heading into the game. I think this is a game they can win. Uh, you know for me i just want to see what this team is made of of tomorrow i want to see how they come out i want to see if they get behind do they keep fighting i think that you know carson the, this rams defense is very good but i think that they should be able to move the ball against them so i think it's a winnable game to me it's a big time show me game i'm still picking them to lose i will say some of the callers made some good points trying to convince me but i'm still at 27 to 20 and uh, look, hopefully, when we record our post game pod, we're talking about a win and about we're talking the team about I was right back.
4: and they won and, and you're talking wrong. about James being right. So that'll yeah. be good. What well, you always want to talk let's about? Let's do that. All right. And uh, thank you to everyone who called. If we didn't get you, I'm so sorry. We had a, a ton of calls today. We appreciate every single person who called, and we couldn't do it without you. And thank you to Anthony Foley doing a great job behind the glass. John Johnson coming your way next. Phillies baseball. After that, for Elliot, I'm James. We'll talk to you guys later.